It is 25 minutes after the hour here on the Dry Large Radio Show. We are pleased, as always, to be in studio with David Terrell Wysocki. He is the executive director of the Naki S. Loeb School of Communications, located right here in the Queen City. And each year, for the last 15 anyway, they have given out a First Amendment award in something called the Golden Quill. And this year is no different. They will be uh, making those awards uh, this coming October 5th at Ceremonies at the Palace Theater. And to talk about the awards, the presentation, the keynote speaker, et cetera, et cetera, uh, is David. And uh, he's here uh, uh, himself, a former newsman, right? Many years with the AP, an award winner, right? Yes, thank you. How many Pulitzers? <laughs> I've lost count. <laughs> At zero. At zero. No, well, you, you, you have been recognized for your journalistic yes, work. Thank you. And so. thanks very much for having me on. It's always a pleasure to come down uh, to see you and, and a great pleasure to come down to talk about the Naki Loeb School of Communications and our, our uh, First Amendment Award. Well, there you go. So let's start with the school and a little bit about it, uh, why it was established, what it does and how it does, because I think that's key to people's understanding of why the award means something. Certainly. Thank Thanks. Um, School was founded in 1999 and opened in 2000. Um, It's a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization that teaches, uh, has free classes on all types of communications topics and uh, low-cost workshops. And when we started, we had three classes. We had news writing, photography, and the First Amendment. Now it's expanded into 15 to 20 classes, depending on the year, and another 15 or so one-day workshops yeah. um, on everything from news writing to First Amendment to social media to nature photography to public speaking, um, you name it, it's there. Yeah, uh, you know, drawing, telling your family story. Yes. cartooning you know, for kids. Cartooning yes. for kids, and yeah, there's, there's a lot of neat stuff there, and I, I don't think I've seen a a workshop that's cost more than 50 bucks and it's all day and it includes lunch. Correct. You know, so not exactly killing people. Exactly. And two things that are pretty exciting about it all for me, the instructors are people who do it for work. Mm -hmm. So it's always interesting to hear an instructor come in and say, you'll never guess what happened to me today. (laughs) And that becomes part of the class. Um, And the students are of all ages. We have had classes that have included middle schoolers and retirees in the same class. Legislators, PR folks, police officers, uh, teachers, uh, journalism students, uh, people who just want to learn. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're there. And that's what makes it fun. People who come in early and stay late because they just want to learn from professionals in the field who are their uh, their competitors by day and then come into the school and and cooperate at night and patriots by night yes exactly and from all um, sorts of media organizations around the state uh, the telegraph the concord monitor the ap has been in there of course mm-hmm. uh, thanks to me and um, uh, channel 9 new england cable news Uh, several educational places. Southern New Hampshire University um, uh, is represented among our instructors. Um, So I haven't heard you mention the union leader. Union leader is in there too, Mark. Hey, we just started a new class, by the way, called um, News Writing Real Not Fake. And that's a six-week class that started uh, two weeks ago. So yes, the union leader, uh, obviously, and that's because Mrs. Loeb had this 
wish to um, bring people in the doors to learn more about communications, learn more about journalism and um, the responsibilities that go along with it. Right. So, and a little known fact, and I probably get this wrong, so you'll need to correct me, but doesn't the school own the paper, the Union Leader? Yes. Uh, It's based on a model uh, from the the Pointer Institute in Florida, which is a nonprofit media organization, owns a newspaper in Florida. Well, the the, uh, Mrs. Loeb left the controlling portion of the paper to the nonprofit she founded um, in 1999, and she died in the year 2000 before the doors opened. but left her controlling interest of the paper to the the foundation, which is the school. So, yes, the school uh, does own the union leader. So it must have a board of directors and all that fun stuff. Yes. Gotcha. Now, as a nonprofit, I'm assuming this is yes. all, um, uh, you know, public record, who the directors are, what the bu- budgets are. Was it Form 990 or something yep. they have to file? Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. Very good. All right. So, um, David. The First Amendment Awards and the and the, the what is it? What do I call it? The Golden Quill, uh, Quill and Ink. The Quill and Ink. Yeah, I know. I knew I had Quill in it. Here, that's good, and it's golden. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what are these awards? Uh, why are they given, and what are they intended to signify? Okay, the First Amendment event. Three basic reasons. I'll be the mercenary first. It's a fundraiser <laughs> <laughs> for the school. We Which are is why non-profit. we always like getting tickets. <laughs> yeah, it is a nonprofit, and I am the director. So if I didn't say that, I'd be in big trouble. Right? Um, yes, it's it's the only fundraiser the school has in a year. Really? Um, okay. Yes, and and so that's one reason for it. Secondly, is to just honor the First Amendment uh, and educate people about it. Uh, and thirdly, yeah. is to honor a New Hampshire person or organization that goes above and beyond in standing up for or exemplifying um, the the five freedoms in the, in the First Amendment. And this year, um, the nominees or the award winners are nominated by the public. Mm-hmm. We have a panel of judges, reviews the nominations, and this year the recipient is a group you're very close to called Right to Know New Hampshire. They do good work. It's a group that uh, pushes for open government in, in New Hampshire, um, it's become one of the main resources for the state right to know law, which is a very powerful law for common citizens who are trying to find out what's up <laughs> in their. It doesn't say the, those words are not written in the law, but yeah. what's up? Is it's what become it's more of a game of whack a mole than it is uh, anything else. Because, but uh, hopefully, the the, the right to know commission, which has been impaneled thanks to the efforts of Right to Know New Hampshire, among others, will. Uh, upgrade the law for modern circumstances and make it so that uh, uh, you know jurisdictions can't get away with not giving the information until they're forced to at the point of a lawsuit in superior court well it's it's come a long way and there's a lot more work to be done and that's what right to know new hampshire is about right. um, david sod is the president now one of the founders david taylor the vice president and one of the founders harriet katie is the Secretary or treasurer? Probably also, secretary. Also one of the founders. Um, and they have been on the front lines for years. Uh, and, and also part of this group is one of your past award recipients, Donna, Donna Green. Green, who was the recipient last year. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, and, you know, I was thinking, how does open government, what does open government have to do with the First Amendment? Uh, you know, <laughs> one of the five freedoms of the First Amendment, everyone can tell you freedom of the press, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. There are two more. One is the freedom to, uh, to, of peaceful assembly. Yep. And the, um, a fifth 
um, part of the First Amendment is um, to seek redress from your government. That's right. Petition your government for redress or right. grievances. If, if you think something is not going well, you have a right to petition the government to say, I think something is not going well. We need right. to fix this. Well, how do you know things aren't going well necessarily if you can't have access to uh, the workings of the government. So that's what right to New Ham- right to know New Hampshire is about, and the fir- and the uh, right to know law is about, so that people can find out what is up, and if something doesn't seem right, to be able to seek redress to petition the government. So, um, for, uh, right to know New Hampshire will be receiving the First Amendment award, and some years we also give a Quill and Ink award. It's not. Um, an annual thing. And this year, the Quill and Ink Award is uh, going to attorney Gregory Sullivan, who's a First Amendment attorney, uh, has argued in the state Supreme Court on behalf of uh, the media and the public on many First Amendment cases. Um, But he was recognized not just because that's his job. He was recognized also for the things he does outside of the courtroom. Um, I will be with Greg tomorrow at an all-day student journalism workshop at Oyster River High School where Mm -hmm. he's coming to do a lecture on First Amendment um, and the responsibilities for journalists. And these are student journalists. Uh, He teaches a six-week class at the Loeb School. He teaches at Suffolk Law School in Boston and will go on the road any time to speak to a group about the importance of the First mm. Amendment. So that was part of the recognition as well. And he's also a founder and board member at the school. Okay. So now when it comes to his First Amendment uh, uh, teachings, does he limit it to uh, the, the freedom of the press? Because I think that's that's probably what he's best known for in as much as he's represented a number of news outlets on on those cases. Uh, or is it the totality of the First Amendment, which frankly – uh, you know, people seem to pick and choose which which rights they like and don't like in the First Amendment and advocate for those that they do like and abandon those that they don't you know, <laughs> like the ACLU. But I digress. He covers pretty much all of it, although he um, the class does gravitate toward uh, free press and free speech. Um, and it that door always has to be closed at school because mm-hmm. that class gets loud. Greg has. Uh, <laughs> A habit of pulling a pin and throwing the hand grenade, and then waiting to see what happens. You know. Oh, so you're saying he's an aspiring radio talk show host? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that as part of your job description, did you? Pull the pin and then step back. Uh, but they have great discussions, and many times there is no single answer right. to a First Amendment question. Um, he'll ask, he'll throw out a set of uh, of facts and say, "So, does this person?" Uh, have an expectation of privacy, or if you are a reporter, can you report that? Um, is what this person said uh, worth getting arrested for, or is it just a uh, First Amendment-covered freedom of expression issue? So um, the discussions cover a wide range of, of activities in his classes, but but that's the those are the two um, recipients on October fifth at the Palace Theater. Uh, right to know New Hampshire and uh, Attorney Greg Sullivan. So, in as much as this is a fundraiser and mm-hmm. it's an event that's designed to sort of educate the public, mm-hmm. um, how do people get involved? in you have a keynote speaker this year. It's oh yes, Garrison Keeler. Correct. Yes. Now, I have no idea who Garrison Keeler is. I will admit, I see his columns. 
but I usually don't get fat past the, you know, the, the headline or the first paragraph or two because I, I just don't like his brain to sarcasm, but that's me. Well, see, it's because you're a morning radio host that you didn't know Garrison Keeler. You were in bed by 6 o'clock. <laughs> don't I wish. <laughs> on, on Saturdays. For, for 40-some years, Garrison Keeler was the host of a Prairie Home Companion, which was on public radio, National Public Radio. He's from Minnesota, and he did uh, comedy, Midwestern comedy, and, and Downton, you know, folksy-type show. Uh, he left the program last year and um, kind of expanded his repertoire to include newspaper columns. Um, he does uh, programs all around the country, and I think most of his programs are comedy uh, with a touch of... of uh, uh, social commentary. I have a feeling mm-hmm. for us it will be social commentary with a touch of humor. <laughs> okay. And uh, so he's the keynote. And how yes. do people learn more about the event, uh, uh, obtain tickets, or maybe make a donation to the school because they believe in the, the First Amendment and they want to support a local institution that is uh, doing yeoman's work to make sure that more people uh, know it and understand it? Sure. Let me address that first. Uh, we have a website, loebschool.org, L-O-E-B school.org, and there is a um, donate button right on there, but it also includes information about our classes, our instructors, and the event. Um, to get tickets, that is being handled by the Palace Theater. So it's palacetheater.org. Oh, really? Okay. Palacetheater.com is a place in Texas. Don't go yeah, there. No, yeah, no, you gotta go .org. Yes, palacetheater.org. Um, and and we that's T H E A T R E. T R E. Three levels of tickets. Um, one is for the event alone, one is for um, the event and the free press uh, reception. And we also have a Liberty reception, which is kind of a VIP reception. Uh, Garrison Keeler will be at both, but he'll spend probably more of his time at the Liberty reception right on stage at the Palace, which is pretty neat. If you've always wanted to be on stage at the Palace Theater, here's a chance. Just give me some money and I'll put you right up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's loebschool.org. That's loebschool.org for details. Tickets are at palacetheater.org. That's palace, T-H-E-A, uh, it's, well, T-R-E. T-R-E. Yeah, yeah, theater.org. And having been to the event on multiple occasions, I can say that the speakers have always been, um, actually, they've always been very good. Uh, not the least of which is a now man who is now president. What was that three years ago? Yes, Um We've been very lucky. We have all of our speakers have come free of charge. We yeah. do not pay to have a speaker, and they've ranged on both sides of the political aisle, um, ranging from Donald Trump in 2014. He might have been there. Yeah. Um, George Stephanopoulos, mm-hmm. Chris Matthews, Pat Buchanan, Bill O'Reilly, Garrison Keillor. We go back and forth, and Joe uh, Biden was one. Way. Joe yeah. Biden. Yeah, I remember seeing Joe, and we held him to twenty minutes. Oh yeah, well that, that took a chain and Velcro, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was great, and we certainly appreciate all of the speakers who've come and, yeah. and donated their time to help support the school. And it's a it's a great event, so if you have a chance, it's this coming October 5th. Details at loebschool.org and tickets at palacetheater.org. David Terrell Wysocki, as always, the pleasure is ours. Thanks. All right. Traffic, weather, sports. When we come back, Steve McDonald's in the house. Load up, folks. It's time for New Media Militia.